Hey everyone, welcome to the John Hallett Podcast. I am John Hallett. How's everyone doing out there? You know, crazy world, crazy world as always. Um, always be ready for the unexpected. And you know, I've been looking personally very tiny, very tiny amount because it just drives me crazy on, you know, our upcoming election. I think um, the two lead candidates should step aside. I really wish somebody would come out of the woodwork to the people I hoped would come out and run, but it seems like nobody wants to run here that's worth anything. I really feel like we need grassroots, a normal person coming out of the woodwork. And I looked up on ChatGPT the what it costs to run for president and I might be backwards, but I think Trump spent $1.3 billion and Biden spent $1.2 billion on their president, uh, on their election. I think it's crazy. Um, we need to do stuff. None of these politicians seem to make a change, and I think that's a lot because they just get caught up in the system. I think they should be limited to term and total service and just get out and get into the public sector and quote unquote, get a real job, get your job done, whether you're, you know, a Senator, Congressman, I think these people just need to be limited. They're on there too much. They get caught up in the system. They probably come in with the best of intentions and trying to do things. And I think we need somebody in the middle of the road. We're just polarized. People are trying to separate us. I see um, people silencing people. I mean, the, the whole cancel culture and free speech, that is just huge, guys. Um, so it really has me concerned. I really wish somebody would step up out there and like, you know, you think about it, like who really wants to become president because of the scrutiny? So a couple of the people I thought would make really good um, candidates I don't think they've both been on podcasts and said, you know, Joe Rogan and Jocko Willings have both said they would not run for president. I think they would be fantastic. Um, Joe Rogan, especially because I think he's really in the middle of most topics, um, most of what we see out there. And people are just being separated. Social media is separating people. You know, I'd love to run a grassroots campaign for somebody. I don't know if it would you know, get any traction with the grip that the media, and when I say media, I mean social media as well as the big, you know, television media channels would knock that person down. It's just crazy. I think we need to get back to the roots of America and get a normal person in there and then get them out. Let's fix the economy Let's fix um, our school systems, the environment. There's so many things that it seems like none of these presidents have really done anything. I mean, there's great things that I've seen from every president, but we're still in a ginormous deficit. They're like college kids buying beer on their credit card. It is insane to me that our deficit is so big. We need to fix this stuff. These people just want to spend more money. It's crazy to me. Um, the 
the recent events um, with active shooters and these school shootings, they're not stopping. I respect teachers tremendously being a Krav Maga instructor and for these teachers to be there all day. I get kids for an hour and then I get a new group of kids or a different age group. I respect teachers tremendously. But I think we need to look at our school systems and what we may be doing wrong and going all the way up to the college level. We need to make that more affordable. It's ridiculous how much it costs, but it's also ridiculous that it is so one-sided. We need our, our kids as students to be exposed to left and right in the middle and so many ideas and let them make their own decision when I believe it's 80 to 90% of college professors are liberal. We need balance in this country and we need people to get their head out of the sand. Nobody wants to deal with it. I work a tremendous amount running a small business and you don't want to look at it, but we have to, people. We really do. So I'm going to bring in Josh before I start rambling and get really pissed off um, at the state of this country. Um, I love it tremendously, but we need to make some changes. And I don't know how to do those besides going, you know, hey, I'd run. We need a normal person. But you know, you look at your family and they're going to be scrutinized, the whole thing. And that's a big part of it, people. They just want to make it painful because they want to be in control and they want to be in long-term control. And I think that's a problem with our politicians in general. Get in and get out. So Josh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. How are you today? Oh, I'm good, John. I'm a little beat up from all of your classes, but other than that, I'm doing great. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah, you should be a little sore. Do hard things. Yeah. Do hard things. Um, you know, I think that's another part of what I was talking about before I brought you in, that yeah. things are hard. You know, I kind of challenge myself to getting up a half hour plus earlier, and I'm getting in my cold plunge six days a week now. You're doing six at, days a week on a cold plunge? Yes, at 4.30, 4.35, trying to get in there. Um, I feel great. I got to tell you, um, I was telling one of the guys that also does uh, does some cold plunging and in, in, into that stuff, one of our 6 a.m. guys, and I was like, I'm, you know, it's not getting any warmer just standing there, just like get in, get in, because all of a sudden you can stand there for an easy five minutes of trying to convince yourself. And the thing that's been working for me this week or so has been, it's not getting any warmer. Just get in and get in and get to the gym. And I've been doing my IDS um, warm up before I either teach or train that's good. in the Project Fit class. So I've been feeling good. I told my wife today because, you know, she's like, God, I'm exhausted. My, and I'm getting up a half hour early, but I think I feel better. I'm no more tired at the kind of that, you know, three o'clock mm-hmm. kind of time where I'm like, now I have to gear back up and get in there where I'd like to. I would really like to get back on my... NSDR, non-sleep deep rest that we've talked about on the podcast. I do that to fall asleep, but I'd really like to do that for like 20 minutes a day. Um, so yeah, what, just... I mean, what's the advantage of doing the cold plunge before all your workouts? I mean, 
it's it's cold, right? So is it there to? I, I don't know much about the cold plunge. So are you like doing it to get rid of inflammation? Or are you doing it to? I don't know. It yeah, it has all those benefits. Yeah. Um, Huberman, I was like has a fantastic episode. If you want to dive deep into that, um, I would encourage you to just Google Huberman yeah. um, cold plunge. I'm not really sure what that episode is called on there, but maybe I'll find it. Did you find it. it's working though? You know, I it increases dopamine release. I feel like I'm more awake. I started doing, I was doing it in the afternoon and I find it better. It's out of the way versus, oh, one more thing to kind of do as the day is going. But I based that on the research that Huberman brought in on strength and hypertrophy that you need like six or seven hours. So I'm like, well, now you're cold plunging and you did a strength workout within that six hours. But the research said if you did cold before your workout, it didn't matter because your body's now re, like warming itself back up. And the research on that was positive. So I'm like, well, and they were like, you know, it's minimal, ah, da, da, and, you know, depending. So, you know, I was messing around with my cold plunge days. And now I just like, I'm just going to do it six days a week because it sucks. And it's all part of that comfort crisis do something hard like people yeah. just as a whole like and i hate the cold so i i don't like it at all so I'm just trying to get outside of my comfort zone i feel like i'm better i do feel better as a whole you know whether it's placebo but the there's the data there that it it's works, increasing it brown fat for men it does have some weight loss even though that's not really what i'm going for but i would encourage people to just check out that episode Absolutely. on cool. on Huberman. I like it. You kind of set us up earlier before when you were talking about people running for president and all that craziness. Because I was going to ask you, like, what do you think would happen if suddenly the dollar was like completely worthless? Right. And there was, there was no, <laughs> there was no money. Let's say, here's your scenario, John. You have no money in the world around us. What is valuable at that point? What is, let me preface saying that the last time that there was a panic on stuff, people bought toilet paper. Yes, it's crazy, right? Right. So crazy. what's valuable? What's really valuable in society when the, the power of your buying dollar goes away? Because it's, it's a possibility. I'm not saying I want it to happen. I'm trying to be very bullish on this stuff because I really like the, the world we live in and I want it to stay. Yeah. I mean, it's I comfy. love my comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love my pillow. Um, yes. So, yes. <laughs> and like toilets that work, electricity, where lights yeah, turn Yeah, we've on, got right? some great things, but I think that, you know, the book Comfort Crisis is fantastic. And it's why so many people, I think, are depressed and not feeling fulfilled. And that's why I love martial arts and training that way gets you back to it. So, um, the name, before I forget, Ice Bath and Cold Benefits uh, is what you want to look for for on Huberman. Um, lab it's youtube spotify and apple fantastic episode is probably a couple of it's probably <laughs> at least an hour long they're but, not an official sponsor but we love them yeah i he huberman has done a great service to bringing science to the average person and making it digestible and you know interesting so i think his stuff is fantastic so um, the dollar. Yeah. What yeah. Would you do? What I mean, it was valuable though. You know, it, it, there's no right answer to any of this. Yeah. There's no right answer. So I mean, I think people are going to freak out and that's why, 
I think ammo is, is you know, that's going to be a commodity be a value. there. And not to mention, you know, people are crazy. You know? <laughs> so training in some sort of martial art is going to make you more prepared because I think it's going to get really nasty well, really quickly it, and right? things people don't want to th- talk about and they would rather push it off. But I would rather prepare mm-hmm. for right. that type of stuff um, in some way. You know, you were just telling me um, before that, you know, generator, this stuff, I think having some good people in your network Ooh, is yeah. definitely um, worth it. You know, sometimes you go like, you know, joining, I think it's kind of, you know, I'm like, oh, militias and prepper joining groups. these yeah, yeah, prepper want, groups. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, they might be, it's just back to, I think you're on the extreme side of things. Yeah. Um, and anybody on the extreme, you know, kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, I'd like to have, you know, I have a little bit of food stuff. Even my wife tells me I'm crazy for it. Nope, you're not. Um, Don't listen to her. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, you better, you know, if we are, um, we've got some of those things. But, you know, part of my other thing is if it does go to that, I am going to overcome and adapt and, you know, nobody's taking anything from me. And there's also going to be stuff out there (laughs) that I think you can really scrounge. You know, I think a lot of people will buy a lot of stuff. I mean, have some good people in your network. I'm glad to have you in my network and a ton of other people here um, at RMSDF. But, I, you know, you can go and take stuff as well. Um, yeah. So I well, mean, that is the, always the value of stuff, though. Let's 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 go from that because let's say you live in a world now where you just can't turn on the electric stove or the gas stove, right? And you have to burn a fire. So suddenly, lighters, I think, would be worth a fortune. You'd be surprised. Yeah, basic. Right? Yeah, I think basic camping and basic survival stuff sure. um, is important to have that you can start a fire. It's one of those ones that I hate um, living. In suburbia, because I would love to have a fireplace or a wood stove, but you can't, but you could always overcome and make it outside or where are you? Um, If, you know, crap hits the fan, so to speak, and the dollar is worthless, it's kind of, you know, how are you accessing, you know, you've invested in golds Mm -hmm. or whatever people buy, you know, that's always comes up. Well, how are you accessing it? Do you physically have it? Exactly, right? What do you have in your possession? You only own something if you can... And, you know, like, is it worth something? It's always been worth something um, through millennia. But, you know, it might not be worth anything to me because I need more ammo. And I'd rather have ammo or supplies. Firewood, water. um, You know, that type of stuff. And, yeah, water, I mean, that's important. Like, having that basic camping equipment that you can filter water i think is really important that's something i have you know for for backpacking you're like okay well i can filter water so i'm not too worried about that unless you're like hey crazy people well, i don't can... know you need a couple gallons a day yeah i you mean know, just I, that basic survival are great but you're talking about ounces versus or liters versus gallons yeah i mean you can right. pump yeah it's like how much physically can you do right in Gasoline there. would suddenly be at a premium. That would be one of my guesses, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. People wanted to get the heck out of Dodge and you know, the dollar's not worth anything and you can't uh, use your credit card. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's weird, right? You you don't want to think about these things, but sometimes you have to, because that's why you sit there and prepare yourself, you know, physically, you know, kind of what we do with the uh, citizen defender, Krav and our, uh, our other pillar, the, the fitness side, because I mean, if you got that, you can at least get access to the others, but trying to figure out what is actually valuable starts getting really weird and people react weird to what they think is valuable. You know, people are hard to trust. Like straight, like most individuals seem like they're really cool, but groups of people are just scary. Yeah, it definitely. um, When you put people in different scenarios and you know, what type of person they turn into, um, Mm -hmm. who is that character? And, uh, on The Walking Dead. Um, I never watched I just, the series. What? I never watched any Josh, of The Walking Dead. now you're fired again. I never watched Breaking Bad. That was a good series. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the guy was evidently, you know, a good guy, but now he's like in the bad group and he's, you know, vicious. And what what people can, can turn into in those mm. situations and even... Um, people going to war and being horrified of the things that they actually did during war. Um, there's some, you know, really good conversations out there on those topics. Um, you never know. Right. I mean, I don't, I'd rather like, Hey people, like, let's not get to that point Yeah, I hope we'd all like <laughs> that come the dollar is not worth anything. Um, I'm always on the bright side and, you know, um, I'm hard on myself a lot and business, but I really think, you know, things aren't going to get that bad. Could they? Sure. You want to prepare, but I don't think it would get to that point, at least not, I'm hoping you know, it doesn't, right? But I just kind of want to pick your mind on that, what you thought would become valuable. Yeah, I think ammo. Um, yeah, that one's kind of a gift. Like, that one makes a lot of guns. sense. Um, the other one I was thinking of was um, cigarettes and coffee. Oh yeah, coffee, would liquor would be. Oh yeah, liquor. I forgot all about booze. You know that that morale booster. Um, <laughs> it's crazy, but it's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Would be definitely a commodity. You know, there's a lot of. I mean, what's valuable to somebody? They might just need something, a tool to fix something. Right. They might need Wrenches. building supplies. Science. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Right. Um, I think that's why I like the Walking Dead series, but yeah. it didn't get too far. You know, I would, uh, you know, do a different series where people are actually surviving, but and defending themselves. I mean, it did get, you know, of course that show is. I crazy heard that and, they just had access to a lot. There was always something they could turn into something. Yeah, you can always, you know, you think, you know, what could happen. Ah, let's get off of that subject. All right, that's weird. <laughs> anyway, it was weird. Yeah, things that happen. People, you just got to prepare yourself because people are crazy they there's evil people out there and you've got to prepare yourself even if the dollar doesn't crash i really feel like you need to prepare yourself to be able to defend yourself yeah clearly so. i mean that's what you sold me on the first day you know you're like what do you really know and then you kind of tested me and you're like you don't know enough <laughs> and it was true yeah which is kind yeah of fun most and- people think they can defend themselves and they can't and i think you need to train every day and do something and especially you know a lot of people just rely on their firearm but then they don't train with it and that just goes to like martial arts like recognizing that if you don't train you're not really 
doing it. You can have the intellect, but you you actually need to do it. And that, that goes with firearms. And that's why I love um, having found IDS where you can train in the gym and do scenarios that just put you to the test. And even just that basic step of, you know, not just clearing, but as Todd says, over clear your garment and access your firearm, get to position one and position two and get to full presentation. You need to practice that in different scenarios. I think people fool themselves and why God, so many of these people are so smart. But when it comes to different things, they're not. It's just that. Blows your I, mind, right? There's people out there with PhD level educations, and you know they can't. You actually have to put in the work. Oils, or yeah, or do uh, just push-ups or a pull-up the right way. Let alone trying to get a firearm out of a holster, right? Yeah, I mean, I take. Actually, I was teaching push-ups the other day to a group in Project Fit. Yeah. And going like, look, people overlook these all the time. They think they know they're doing them right. Um, and if you're feeling your front delt, you're first fatiguing, you're doing that push-up wrong. So really? um, people just take things for granted. I always think I suck at things and I try to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be a better instructor. I want to push myself. I don't rest on, I got this down. I constantly train or even if I see something, sometimes I look, I'm like, Did I, am I doing that wrong? Did, did, Am I getting lax on that technique? Because we can all get better. And I think too many people, and especially when it comes to their personal protection, go, yeah, (laughs) I have a gun. Well, fantastic. Hey, what's with the push to run in all your classes right now? Like this whole week's been nothing but running. Josh, stop complaining. It's running, John. We had this Do the uncomfortable things. Do uncomfortable. Boy, was it. There was no running. I can pull up these workouts. Don't make me No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'm already doing them. There was running today, a hundred meters. Oh, you got to get re- Monday. You got to get away Monday. from a zombie. Hopefully, you can run a hundred hey, meters. When the zombie apocalypse hits, the fatties always die first. Yeah, it's true. It then is. you got a bunch of fat zombies chasing you. Is that what you want? Yeah. So it was a great movie, Zombieland. Check it out if you haven't watched it. I don't think any there was any running on. But there was no there. running on my birthday workout. There was no No, there was running. just 102 box jumps. That wasn't running, Josh. Have you... Your birthday workout was, was intense. Next day, no Dude. running, Josh. Yeah. There was running on Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday. And Thursday. All week. No, the, there was no running on sure? Thursday. It was a Tabata. There was no running. Why were you making me run? Self-defense is the greatest tool you have to preserve life. Mostly yours. So when situations pop up and you need to take safety into your own hands, Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness is here to help you train in life-saving techniques to make sure that you go home safe. So to learn more, go to rmsdf.com. That's rmsdf.com to sign up for a trial class to start your training today. Remember, you fight like you train, so train hard, train smart, and train with Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness today. Making the change we want is the hardest choice we have to make. There is no time like now to get into shape and make health your priority. Stop hesitating and join Clear Sky Training now. We utilize proven and effective regimens created by our in-house team of health professionals to get you stronger, quicker, and happier. 
To join, simply go to clearsky.training and sign up for one of our convenient classes. We love to work with all fitness levels from beginners to advanced. So make the choice, make the change, and join Clear Sky Training today. I don't know what you were doing, Josh. I think you're mixing up your days because you were sick. Be. I don't know what's going on. I'm sick in the head. I've been told that. That's a typical people like, we ran all week. That's all we've done. I, I heard that. I heard that. We've been running all week. And I was like, we've been on the, the rower. Like, there's no, there's no you just running. feel like it is. So right. what is it with people not wanting to run? It's like the best workout that's out there. And I, I'm on I, the list. I hate running. I hate anything. running too. I think sprinting is much better. I don't like the pounding. That's why I like the short, like breaking it up. You know, 100 meters, I think the day, the other day was Wednesday was a 200 meter. So nothing huge. I think yeah. there's a lot of grounding and pounding with running. It, it is great. Um, I hate it. That's why I do it. So well, that's why I'm trying to adopt it more because it's the one thing I don't want to do. Yeah. What did you find was like the best um, cardio? If you had to do one thing just, just for cardio, what would it have what would it be? Just one thing? Yeah, if you had to just That's pick boring one thing. as crap. I know, I know I it's couldn't terrible it. because you always give us, like, Jim always gives I'm going to become time. a fat couch potato because you just made me do one thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, well, what do you, just, if you could give, what's your favorite cardio? Okay, what's your favorite cardio act? Exercise then. Car, I mean, you can make anything cardio. I'm going to do squat cleans <laughs> at a real light weight. I love squat cleans. I love hang cleans. Um, I love burpees. Oh, <laughs> I just do that. So, but people hate it. You know, I'm like, God, isn't it? I'm like, I don't like it. It's going to make you better. It's going to make you better. There's so much of fitness. People are like, I don't like it. I'm like, yeah, donuts are way better, but they're going to make you fat and they're going to kill you sooner. So, that's, so people hate the running the most. I mean, when they complain to you, what do they complain about? And it, if you people hate burpees, probably. I feel like people hate burpees the most. I see that one. I love them. I like burpees. You know, sometimes, sometimes people don't run, but I'm like, then walk. Right. Move. Just walk. Just move. Who cares? You know, walking's fantastic. Burpees so. are so intensive. I mean, just overall, it's using so much of my body. They, they fatigue me the quickest. They What's, really do. The, a burpee. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just like, oh. You're going from all the way down to all the way up. Yeah. yeah, they're great. They're great. Do you always have the jump on the end? or you? I've seen some people do it without the jump at the, the end and then going into the next one. Yeah, because they're cheating. <laughs> what, with the jump? Not jumping. If you're not oh, jumping, oh, oh. Then you're, quote, movie. scaling it. Some people, you know, they, sometimes they get tired. Some people don't like It's just a little bit even more effort. But technically, you need to be all the way down on the ground. Like I say, you can do an old man burpee. I could kneel down on the ground, lie down. <laughs> come all the way back up from that lying position, come to a kneel, stand up, and do this little jump. Now I met the qualifications of a burpee, all the way down and all the way up, and you jump with your hands up over your head. Um, some people do, you know, what they, you know, I call an old school burpee, you know, with kind of like that very deliberate uh, hold of the top of the push-up and then doing a really good push-up. I like doing what I call old school burpees that way a lot, but sometimes I'm just going for speed, it still works my chest, like just dropping, like hitting the ground and just dropping right into that burpee. Uh, I still feel like I could get a good chest and tricep workout out of that. Um, but I do like doing old school ones as well and getting a you know a real deliberate 
I was telling a kid's class that the exercise is king. You've got to hit the qualifications. Actually, even I told my little kindergartners there, I think I had them do like 10 jumping squats or something, or who's going to get the most? And like 14 before I said, you know, I heard one little guy say, and I'm like, I regret to inform all of you that nobody did one actual jumping squat because none of them went down deep enough in their squat. I'm like, you have to squat for it to be a squat. Otherwise, you're just kind of doing a jump up. It wasn't a squat. Um, And I feel like a lot of times people, you know, that's one of my um, cons on CrossFit is people just get too tied to going fast in the intensity and trying to race the clock but they forget the king is the exercise, that movement that you have to hit that. And sometimes I do like going slow, really feeling the muscle work. I mix up my training, like, you know, mix it up. That's a great part of CrossFit. Um, And that's why, you know, I brought it in and, you know, the cons kind of added up over the years is why I dropped CrossFit. But um, there's fantastic stuff about it. It's but you know, it's people. the pros and cons of any anything out there. When people get too tied into one dimensional, even though CrossFit tries not to be one dimensional, but you can still just get into that competition side of well, it. The games are crazy. I actually watched some of them, and I was like, oh Yeah, my the, gosh. those people are gifted freaks. They you know, are. I always go. I mean, some of them are. Just... They're Michael Jordans of of fitness you know they're they're unbelievable of what they can do it's very impressive but the average person is not that it's like dude you're playing pickup basketball Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) Um, you're not michael jordan so i think the average person can fool themselves again it's back to the same conversation people fool like i can doing it and they're not actually doing the movement. I always tell people, like, put the video camera on yourself at home and, you know, watch. then delete it. Um, yeah. But watch your movement. Watch, you know, the video doesn't lie. So. I mean, it's really hitting home with me lately about fitness. And I know I complain about burpees, but when you see people as they age not be able to get themselves back up after they've fallen, that's when it kind of clicks with yeah. me. Like, I'm in that second half of my life, quote unquote, now. I'm halfway through. Got you know, willing that I go. How old are through. you? 44. Halfway through, I guess. Jeez. I mean, well, with the national uh, no, I'm, age I know. of 75, I know. that's what I'm going through, right? Yeah. Yeah, people, somebody, uh, Tina at 5.30 a.m. Project Fit has been with us. She's like, I couldn't imagine starting now at 57. I'm like, but you have, the, you have, you have what you know and how hard you're working. So, yeah, the person you are that didn't do anything forever and then started at 57, you're not the same person. You've got to get what you know out of your head mm-hmm. because yeah, you're not going to be able to do what you're doing now. If you didn't do anything for the last, whatever, years, even 10, yeah. even if she was 47, mm-hmm. let alone 37, whatever age, I was like, you just got to start people just, they, I'm like, is, does it mean more to you to live a week longer? a month longer, a year longer to get out and do something that's uncomfortable to try to just eat a little bit better. People don't want to even look at that. Like, Oh, whatever. I don't want to work out. Oh, you eat like crap. And I'm just like, well, when the dollar's worth nothing, your house will be there to take all of your stuff. And I hope you were a fat prepper 
and you got plenty of good stuff that I don't need to spend thousands of dollars on myself right just now walk in because and take it. what's that? I'll just walk in and take it. Yeah, I'm like stuck there on the, ground. the people that just you can't even get in a workout. You can't even like give up pasta for five days out of the oh. week or something like that. Um, you can't stop eating all this crap. What are you gonna do when the shit hits the fan? Yeah, will you be able to You're not gonna make it. You have a hard time going up the stairs. So that's why some of the reasons I'm not too afraid. Mm. I mean, it suck. I mean, believe me, it oh, yeah, suck. Yeah. But I'm like, it. if that if doomsday hits, like whatever. There's so many weak people, and they have it in there. Actually. I don't know if I kept it. There was a great um, line in my daily stoic yeah. um, today. Even though you have these powers free, entirely your own, you don't use them because you still don't realize what you have or where it came from. I'm prepared to show you that you have resources and a character naturally strong and resilient. Epic. What is his name? Epicutus? I'm pronouncing that wrong. Yeah, I'm I terrible with those last. Me too. Uh, um, that came up in my, and I actually saved, saved it in my OneNote um, today because I was thought it was fantastic. I'm like, that is so true. Um, you look at, I'm, I'm listening to the audible of under, no, not under. That's uh, under a banner of heaven. That's another, that's a book my wife read. Yeah, um, I heard it's good too. Yes, and actually, there's a good Netflix, and that guy's crazy. So I'm like, shouldn't even be. Uh, um, keep sweet and pray, or pray and keep sweet yeah. on Netflix. That guy's. Oh my God, the last, the last one just made me want to go to jail and go and kill him for um, raping. Quote uh, is what I would say: raping young girls and quote ma- marrying them. And oh, it's just horrible. I'm like that he's still alive uh, is kind a disgrace. But it's tomorrow. Emperor Empire of the Summer Moon, um, fantastic. And they talk about some of these um, kids that um, were taken prisoner um, by the Cherokee and you name it, because it was just part of the culture there. That. They talk about bringing, uh, finding one of the Parkers. I'm going to forget her name, but a very famous. I was like, oh, I know that name from from history. Uh, And they talk about like looking for them, but they find her actually. Um, And she doesn't recognize, you know, she doesn't speak English anymore. You know, she's just totally from an eight-year-old on she remembers seeing her father killed um, by the Indians, uh. but now she just wanted to go back because she had uh, her husband was killed in one of the one of the battles. But she wanted to go back and see her boys um, that I believe were possibly killed in the battle. You know, she just wanted to go back to that culture. So you know, people adapt, you know, quite easily, and so many yeah, people have the power. And the resiliency to go on. And she seemed more happy. And actually, the, the, the book talks about, like, she might have had a better life than some of her relatives that were really well off, like, back then. And this is, like, probably, you know, 
um, 1800s, 1850s, I forget exactly, terrible with numbers, but you know, that resilience, people have it, but they don't want to bear down and do something hard. They just want to stay in their comfort zone and the world is way too comfortable, I think. And I think that's a big problem. Yeah, it's all easy around us. Everything's yeah. depression. Food. You know, easy. these kids. We wonder, like, oh, these kids. Like, oh, it's just all too easy. Well, I mean, and it, I know it's hard. Like, I, I think I can. I tell my wife all the time, I could be a better parent. Um, it's difficult with the world we live in. It's really difficult. I'm like, you know, if we just went and lived off the grid, you could teach your kids. It's just so hard. It's a different mentality. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. I saw, I could see uh, some some kids down the street from the gym yesterday, and uh, some of them had scooters. A couple of them had, um, and they were like the moped kind of scooter. Um, and then a couple had electric bikes, and they're because they're all fast. And then the one poor Casserot kid had a regular bike. I was like, Jamie, look, look at the poor Casserot kid. They have a regular bike. That was probably, you know, it's probably a thousand dollar bike. Um, but these kids, I'm like, they can't even freaking pedal around anymore. Those e-bikes drive me crazy unless you physically just can't pedal and getting that person out or, you know, you're elderly, you're doing something then yes, get out and do a little bit. But these kids zooming around my neighborhood, I'm like, pedal, work out. It's all easy, John. It's easy food. It, it just drives me crazy. It's easy uh, communications. We've never been in a time where it's not easier to talk to somebody. Your food is, it's easy to cook. You throw something in the microwave. I mean, electricity and heat are easy, right? Going where you want to go is easy. Going to school is easy right for some people going to work and just sitting down all day in front of a computer becomes easy right everything in our culture and our society has become easy yeah been the whole push and now you know we look around and we see all these people who easy equals weak it really does i mean it if when the body starts to go the mind will follow right yep and that that's what you experience especially as being a gym owner because 99 percent of what you do is trying to convince people that they need to take do something that's not easy. Yeah, or it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the other one. It's yeah, it hurt. But the more you get into it, you're like, oh, that ah, it that muscle burn. You know, um, it's that you know testosterone. Actually, Huberman has a great episode on testosterone, which we all need um, out there. And I was just telling uh, Big Tom this morning. I'm like, what do you say? What do you think about aminos? I'm like, well, I use the BCAAs. Um, intra from prestige labs. I use the test boost, which is good for guys and girls and the multivitamin and the hormone optimizer and the pre-workout. I'm like, I feel a ton better. I stopped taking it all. I feel a ton better uh, on that. So, you know, sometimes you got to supplement, but I was really shocked how well supplements worked after, I, you know, cause I'm working out more than I ever have because I'm around. Well, the more I'm around you, the more I have to exercise and stuff which is part of it, but realizing how it actually aids in recovery. You know, I didn't really notice it until you're really putting in the work, how much those supplements help. And that's what I've been really blown away by. You know, just some of the recovery drinks from Prestige that we've got out there. 
Yeah, they're great. The Fit Aids are great recovery. Those oh, yeah. are those are fantastic and quick and easy and convenient. But some people don't even want to meal prep. Like I meal prepped um, my favorite meal of the day, especially like fasting. Um, is always breakfast, is eggs, bacon, and potatoes. And I was off because I, it was my birthday weekend and we got home from the mountains late and we're dealing with our baby chicks and I didn't um, meal prep. So I've been a little like short of time because now, um, you know, the week got caught off and I'm like, oh great, I did a little bit of meal prep on Thursday and now this morning that I make my potatoes and if you reheat them, they're lower in glycemic index. If you cook them and really? then reheat them, yeah. Yeah, I learned that on Huberman. Um, I'm not that smart. Because I love potatoes. Yeah, so it lowers the glycemic index. I have potatoes really? every day. But I, I, you know, I meal prep where people are like, oh, I'm like, just cook a little extra. Or usually on Sundays, Sometimes I'll have to switch it, you know, for camping or whatever may be going on. But getting that done, cook more chicken, overcook the chicken. My wife is a fantastic, it's probably on our band app, um, Paleo Parmesan, uh, Chicken Parmesan, which is spaghetti squash. And I'm like, if you just really cook it, if you undercook spaghetti squash, I think it's gross. Um, but yeah, if but you cook right, it though? in spaghetti sauce, mm. you know, like... It's fantastic, and she's got paleo bread in like the what she does to that chicken is fantastic, and it's paleo, quote unquote. Even though you know that there's a term, but I'm not doing paleo. Uh, people, you know, I don't know. I hate to say there's there's fantastic people out there, but it's just so easy to make an excuse and it's so easy to go to that drive-through. Yeah, it's yeah, easy. it's easy. I mean, I go back to like, easy. hey, I. You know, being a parent and a business owner and like, God, I could be a way better parent. I try to do my best, but you know, know, when you look at the, you know, kids and being hard on them and different things, you know, I just try to lead by example. You know, that was something my father and mother did. They worked hard, but I don't ever remember. Well, they did, you know, there was lessons there. I said they ever did something. But the biggest thing was I just, they set the example. They worked hard. Um, and that's what I try to do. Like seeing the kids like, yeah, I'm more, I work hard for what I have. And when somebody's like, great, you know, they're with us on vacation and you, you got the, the person like, you got, you look really good. What do you do? You're like, well, I work out all the time. Right. You know, people are, you know, everybody's got, uh, you know, a little bit of vanity in them. Everybody wants to look a little bit better, sure. but it makes you feel good when somebody's like, yeah. Oh, but yeah. the kids see that, like, that just didn't happen. You didn't just work out for a month. You know, it's a lifestyle and people just want the, they just want to look good for an upcoming wedding. Drop a couple pounds and then back to they it. back to it. Right. I don't know. If they just stayed on the path though. It would have been amazing. Yeah, you know what? And just that living longer. That's been my big focus the last bunch of years here. I just want to live longer. I want to be strong and healthy. Um, I want to be um, like one of our old members. um, You know, his dad um, got 
hit, I forget at what age, but he actually, a car went off the road and hit him because he says he died brush cutting his property. And you're like, oh, you know, the old guy, he was doing a brush cutter, you know, a handheld brush cutter. Um, that's hard work. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can see that. And he's like, he got hit by a car. A car went off the road and actually hit him. You're like, oh, it's tragic. But you're like, he was a beast of a man. And this guy's the same way. Like, he works out. He, he He's fantastic. So yeah, you just got to do something. And people wonder why I'm sick and I'm dying. I don't want to feel like I left anything on the table. I, you know, I tried my best. I tried to eat healthy, you know, try to see grandkids. If that, you know, is something that's in the future, who knows? You know, I just want to be out there and do things. You know, I work my ass off yeah, you when I, yeah. when I get, even though I say I'm like not going to really retire, but you know, I'll definitely won't be, you know, the 60 to 80 plus hours that I'll do here running a, a small business. And, Oh yeah, sometimes I might work. Well, there's now I never just work forty because I, I think I teach forty hours of classes. I don't know, I have um, in there, but you know it. You know, forty hours seems like a freaking vacation to me. Um, yeah, doing yeah. what I love, but I love it, so it doesn't seem as you know working for the man <laughs> kind of mentality. I'm doing something I love. It's satisfying. So yeah, you don't technically work know. a day in your life if you do what you so. love. So. You got anything else good for me? I know you had some questions, but we got to yeah, wrap it up here it. soon. I just want to say, you always say it's it's for extending your life, but it's also good for that quality of life, right? You want to live a long time, but you want to live well. Yeah. You know, and that's really what you inspired me. It's like, you want to live better. And I was like, yeah, it's true. I want to live yeah. better. So that's what I have. Yeah. So thanks for having me on, man. I'm going to jump off here and let you wrap things up. All right, Josh. Thanks for joining me. All right, everybody. You know, a little bit of everything there. Um, my wife loves when Josh comes on. She thinks it's better. And, you know, I don't think I'm the best spokesman uh, or speaker. I try my best. It's something with the podcast I'm trying to get better at. But I really wish somebody would step up and we need somebody to make a change in this country. If you've got an idea, let me know. <laughs> it's a crazy, I can't, I don't think Trump should run and I don't think Biden should run. It's I don't know, the state of this country, we need to make a change and I think it needs to happen grassroots, but I'm really afraid, like Josh said, I I would hate to see it to be something tragic and the dollar losing its value, um, un, you know, people dying because there's no toilet paper, um, let alone no food. So, I mean, it's a world I don't want to think about. Will I prepare for it? Sure. I feel like that's what I do as a martial artist um, all the time. So I don't know what the answer is, but I think we need to limit these politicians as a step in the right direction. There's a lot of things that we just need to take care of. And as a business owner, I'm like, you need to get them done. I don't think these politicians are real. They just get superficial shit done and they just spend more of the taxpayers dollars. So, you know, I don't know. Somebody's got to be out there. The people I'm seeing don't want to step up because being that spotlight is horrible. But people, America, we need to make a change. We need to make a change. It's got to be something other than what we've been doing. It's time for a change. These politicians are just making millions, if not billions, by being politicians. 
they need to get in there and do the job of the people. And I feel like so many of them go in trying to do that and making a change, but they get caught up in running for re-election. Forget re-election. You're not getting re-elected. You're going back out in the private sector is what I think should happen. You get in there, get the job done, and let some other people get in and continue making progress on everything that we have uh, as a fantastic country. Um, but we've got to improve it. Otherwise, you know, we can't go into debt to the Chinese. You know, there's an algorithm. Oh, no. Um, the Chinese are going to shut us all down. We can't be dependent on them. We need to bring in, I've got a great plan for illegal aliens. Um, we need manufacturing in this country. There's so much. Um, I think some common sense. Every once in a while, I'm like, we need the common sense party for these freaking Republicans and freaking liberals, Democrats, crazy, you know, there's crazy on both sides. I think there's so much, so many of us that are in the middle. So if you get some ideas, I'd love to have you guys comment on any of our platforms. That would be fantastic. Share this to a friend. Do they have an idea? Get the message out there. All right, guys, I am John Hallett. Stay positive out there. Something I try to do. I know I am hard on myself, but that's just to, to drive me and I'm hard on my students. A lot of times that's just trying to make them better because there's so much easy out there. I am really a positive person. I'm always uh, on the, you know, on the positive side of the glass is half full. So, hey, do something good out there this weekend. I know this uh, podcast is coming to you guys late off our schedule, but I'm sick of schedules. I'm sick of Josh telling me what to do. Um, <laughs> he was sick this week, so we are a little bit behind, but you know, uh, it's a, it's a fun side project, this podcast. Um, but it's not billable hours. So, Hey, tell a friend about RMSDF. We need uh, members to support this podcast so I can do the fun side of what we do here because the rest of it is just like, you know, your job, most likely it is a grind. And I thank, uh, Josh and especially Jamie for being there for me. <laughs> Um, you guys are awesome. I appreciate both of them being in my lives. But, you know, when it's a competition, I'm probably going to pick Jamie over Josh. But I know I'll get some death stares at some point from Josh. But, oh, well, I like Jamie better. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna, he's going to cut that out of this episode anyways. No, we're leaving it now. Where'd you come from, Josh? Are you looking in the background running this podcast? I thought here. you were out. See, I know you're always I'm lurking. Still... You're always lurking. I'm still here. I know. You're supposed to edit it. <laughs> All right, guys. I love Josh, too, and he had a fantastic birthday message for me. Um, I greatly appreciate that. Since you're still listening, Josh, you're like a stalker. You're my stalker. All right, guys. I'm out. 